be more confident. It's not that I was not confident in myself that I was aware of, I think, but even just within the past year, I've become a a happier person, my best version of myself when I just realized people like you, people like what you have to say. So just say it with confidence and do everything with confidence and it'll turn out even better. That was my friend Monica Church and this is the first episode of Into Intentional. Welcome to Into Intentional. My name is Christy, or better known as Sedona Christina in the YouTube internet land. I'm a wellness enthusiast, sustainable and ethical living advocate, entrepreneur, and believer in the power of doing. During my own wild journey towards a place of self-love and intentional living, I found magic in the voices of others to power me through. Into Intentional is a space where we do just that. We peek into the minds of inspiring humans passionate about intentional living, be it mindfulness, wellness, fitness, nutrition, sustainability, entrepreneurship, or self-care. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here with me today and spending time with me. Now, let's jump in to the show. Hello. Hi, guys. This is so exciting. Welcome to the very first episode. If you haven't heard me say that enough with that intro, welcome to the first episode of Into Intentional. I'm so excited for this. This is such a new journey for me. I kind of hate to admit it, but this podcast has been a year in the works, which is a little sad to admit. It's a pretty long time. But yeah, last year I kind of was like, you know, I wanted to start a podcast for years. So I'm going to I'm going to give it a go and just like test the waters. Uh, So I had taken the microphone that I use for my YouTube videos and kind of just bought this like $10 cord that would adapt it to to hook up to my phone and I was just recording things for fun and and that's how this kind of all came about and a bunch of you guys were really enjoying it and, and loving it as well but honestly I was personally selfishly just having so much fun making it that I was like you know what if I'm going to do this podcast thing ho, 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 I am going to do this podcast thing so that's where we are that's what Into Intentional is going to be. It's kind of going to be, well, hopefully will be the podcast that I always wanted to listen to because I felt like I was scrubbing the internet high and low and I couldn't find that one specific podcast that I personally wanted to listen to. Um, I think because I have this, you know, I'm still interested in a lot of things that mainstream culture is really interested in, but then I also have my own set of things that I'm changing and evolving and and growing with within my own life and so I want to hybrid the two together during this show so my idea is we'll be talking to and interviewing a bunch of different people who inspire me and hopefully they will be inspiring you as well along your own journey so that we can learn their tips and tricks and and apply them to our own lives Um, there'll be people kind of within the sphere of a few different things. So be it, you know, wellness, you know, fitness, nutrition kind of area, veganism, that whole side of my passion, uh, be it entrepreneurship, which is something that's really big for me as well. Self-care, self-love, um, sustainability is another really big one for me, mindfulness, meditation, all of that good stuff. So that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm planning. This first episode, I sat down with my friend Monica. Uh, It's a little bit different than kind of, I I would think most of the episodes will go while they're all, they'll all be just a chilled out conversation. This one was just kind of like her and I hanging out and like playing with the equipment for the first time. She was the first interview that I had like actually done in person person one-on-one with my new equipment, which by the way, if you have come to this podcast because you follow me on YouTube and you're also passionate about sustainability, you will be happy to know that most of my equipment is secondhand. So that's a big sustainability win. Um, But anyways, yeah, we were just kind of like playing around with the equipment and and decided to record an episode. And because of that, um, and we did actually spend a good like 35 minutes trying to figure out this, this fancy recording device thing, because let me tell you, um, the audio world, like I thought I was pretty tech savvy, I must say, until this experience. I just apparently... Apparently, I know nothing. So uh, learning how to use this recording device has been 
fun to say the least and we did sit there for about 35 minutes trying to figure out what was going wrong and you'll notice in this episode and I'm so sorry because I know this is such a pet peeve for so many people but you'll notice in this episode that um, her audio is in your left headphone I believe and mine is in the right I do think that this is the only episode we've recorded like this so or I have recorded like this so far because I've done a few of them before I've released this. So we're kind of just going to post it first and, and move on and we learn, we grow, we move forward. So I hope you guys forgive me for that. Um, and then the second thing I want to say is you'll also notice at the end that we reference the name of the podcast being called Wildly Infinite. I changed the name about 150 times so just just ignore that it's into intentional into intentional is here to stay and uh yeah okay that's pretty much all I want to say I hope you guys enjoy this episode with Monica for those of you who don't know uh should have introduced her at the beginning of this intro but for those of you who don't know Monica is a professional youtuber she's been making youtube videos for nine years now which is pretty crazy and we definitely talk about all things youtube and how she found kind of not necessarily growing up but she watched she was on social media as social media itself grew up the platform you know when she got on we didn't have instagram we didn't youtube was definitely not what it is today and i was really interested in learning about that Um, And we also just talk about living in Seattle and following your passions and graphic design floats in there for a little bit. So kind of a whole range of topics. And yeah, let's jump into the show now. Woohoo! Okay, you ready? Yes. You want to do this? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hi, Monica. Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing really well. How are you? I'm I'm pretty good. You know, no complaints. Yeah, it's a beautiful sunny day here in Seattle for once. Yeah, which is really nice. It's actually been a nice May. So yeah, we just went on a walk to Starbucks and it was really refreshing. It was wonderful. And now say. I'm really hyped. I'm ready for this podcast. Yeah, this is exciting. Let's I was just go. saying, like telling her that I feel really official with this mic in front of me. Yeah, microphones are cool. Yeah, it's wild. Oh, yeah. It, that's actually so true. Whenever I film and I have a microphone, that's when people go, like, whoa, what are you doing? Yeah. And I'm like, Jill, you know, it's you too. <laughs> Leave me gear. alone. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. I feel like I'm uh, like a radio DJ or something. Wicka, wicka. <laughs> I took a DJing class once, actually. Did you? Yeah. It was really fun. How did that come about? Um, I was in Stockholm and I was staying at a hostel and they just had a thing for like a sign up for DJ classes that night because at hostels, a lot of them like to do fun things, you know, to get right. people to meet other people. And me and my sister saw it in the morning. We're like, that's hilarious. Oh, what if we did that? No, we're not going to do that. (laughs) And then we came back later at night and no one had signed up. And we're like, what if we do it? What if this changes our lives? What if we realize we want to be DJs? We have to do it. You know what, though? That is such a true statement in life because you never know until you try something. Yeah. And I was super nervous and afraid and everything, but... It ended up being really fun. I don't want to be a DJ, but I respect them. For sure. I feel like it's one of those things that's a little bit, not misunderstood, but there's a lot that goes into DJing that I I genuinely feel like DJs don't get the credit for. Yeah. It's not just like you're hitting buttons. Like you are like actually creating something unique and like I, I think know. it's like you have to it's kind of like in film how huh? you have to have an eye for how things should look it's like they have an ear for what's gonna sound good and what people are gonna like that's totally. what I respect of it I'm totally like, I don't think I could figure that out that's such like an interesting life experience though yeah yeah it's funny to just say I did that especially yeah. in like a different country I took it I'm so traveled <laughs> in Europe nonetheless yeah like, yeah <laughs> Um, anyways, thank you for joining me today. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah, this is cool. I'm glad we finally got to sit down and do this. Yeah, it's my second podcast ever. Woohoo. I'm on podcasts, but I don't listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> They're fun. I really yeah. enjoy podcasts. I just love music. Gotcha. I just can't stop listening to music. Yeah, it's like when you have your headphones and you got to choose one or the other. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Um, anyways, so why don't we start with just like... Who are you? Where'd you come from? Oh, yes. And uh, for the few people who are listening that don't know. 
For all you listeners out there, my name's Monica Church, and I'm 23 years old. I'll paint a little picture in your head right now. I have kind of short, like dirty blonde hair, and you do, you uh, do. that's it. And <laughs> I make YouTube videos, and I've been making YouTube videos for almost 10 years, which is crazy. So I started when I was 13 and made really embarrassing videos. And it started as kind of like beauty and fashion, and then I got into vlogging, and now I'm getting more into like documentary kind of stuff. And yeah, I'm, I'm just growing up with everyone on the internet. And that's me. And I live in Seattle, and I love Seattle, and I like to travel. And, um, I'm very much feel like even though I have this YouTube channel, which I, when, when I started it, no one knew like YouTube would be such a thing. Like, it's crazy to me. People aspire to be YouTubers now. Like, even though I have that and people look at me and think like, wow, like you've made it, you have a million subscribers. I feel like a failure and I don't know what I'm doing with my life. So it's okay. We all like, basically that's like a big theme in a lot of my videos is I just like, don't know what I'm doing with my life and like, what's the next step on doing something great. So yeah. Well, like you said, YouTube is such a new thing to be like, nobody knows where it's going. You know, I think we all feel that way a lot. Yeah. So that's why my, um, vlog channel is named millennial life crisis and it's also my initials. So, yeah. Oh, I never noticed that. Yeah. MLC Monica Lucy Church. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know if I wanted to start vlogging. And when I thought of the name and realized it was my initials, that's what pushed me over the edge to be like, okay, I have to. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, wait. So, you started YouTube in what, 2008? 2009. I think it was. Yeah. 2009. That's when that's my first video. Yeah. What was your first video ever? It was actually a review of a product. That's what got me to do it is I was like 13. I saved up my money and a company that I won't say their name because I like them now, but I was very disappointed as a 13 year old. Um, I <laughs> saved up 13 yeah. year old. <laughs> they were having like this sale on makeup and I saved up my money and I bought some things and it came in the mail and it was like old and crusty. It's like, no wonder they were having a sale. It was like a half yearly, like blowout sale thing. And then I was like, what is this? Like this makeup sucks. It was like, you had to scratch off a layer of film off the eyeshadows. I'm not even kidding. It was like kind of (laughs) weird. And so I just felt very compelled to tell the world not to buy it. So that's why I made a video. I was like, I I need to make this after a long time of not knowing if I wanted to make videos. it, It came from being like, I need to be heard. And so... That's ba- that was my first video. And then from there, it was like makeup tutorial stuff, even though I was 13 and like literally owned a chapstick. <laughs> so they, they were not good. But yeah, they've, they've found themselves. I don't know. I didn't know that about you. Really? I must say, yeah, I didn't know that. It's, it's funny. It's like <laughs> my main channel is named Dynamic, which I'm actually going to change soon because I had the intention of like just doing hair tutorials. Oh, yeah. And then after I realized all you can do with your hair is like throw it up, curl it, straighten it or braid it. I was like, this isn't going to last. Yeah, how, how much more of this can I do? <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot of styles and I'm not good at it. So yeah. <laughs> never mind. Yeah, I do remember finding your channel and I was like, Dynamic. I, I kind of assumed that it was like, you know, an older thing. Yeah. yeah so Yeah. I'm actually, I'm completely like rebranding the thing within Ooh-hoo-hoo. the next like week, which is That's fun. exciting. Yeah. Do you want to drop that on here? This will probably yeah. be out way after that. For actually. sure. Yeah. So I'm, I'm changing it from Dynamic. I actually privated a lot of my old videos. But I'm going to do a video reacting to them so okay. that people can still like, you know, make fun of me if they want. Um, but yeah, I'm going to be turning it more into um, my millennial life crisis style videos of vlogs. Um, they're going to be like episodes once a week on that channel. And then phone call. Yeah. Mid- <laughs> interview. That's my fine. sister just, um, tried to FaceTime me. Oh. We, I have a twin sister, you guys, and, um, we don't live together anymore after 22 years. Uh, it's fine. It's actually yeah. really good. It's really healthy actually. Cause we used to fight like a lot yeah. about stupid things. And now we're like very happy to see each other when we see each other. Right. How did, I feel like growing up as a twin, you probably constantly got asked like, what is it like to be a twin? Yeah. Like every single oh, conversation yeah. of, with a new person mm-hmm. that you meet. I just got used to it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, people be like, are you identical or fraternal? Like asking all these questions, just like silly small talk, you know? Right. 
but yeah, I mean, like, personally, I definitely always wondered what it would have been like. It's, you know, it's so crazy. <laughs> like, I don't know any other way of life than being a twin. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I will tell you being a twin is awesome. I feel like I've had this leg up in life because I have this person by my side and I feel like I've learned so much from her and she's learned so much from me. I wouldn't be where I am today without her, especially with YouTube. She was more of the mastermind behind being like, I'm going to save up my money and buy a camera. And then I was the one that had a little more charisma to be like, I'm going to borrow your camera and film a video and actually put it on YouTube. And then, so I was the first one to do it. And then she was like, okay, I will too. And then she figured out how to edit and then taught me kind of, and then we just teach each other things. And I think if I didn't have her, I would have given up. And so when I see people do it on their own, I'm like, dang, go you. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, so who started their channel first? I, I started mean, my you first. Did. Yeah. I started like three or four months before her. And then I was like, Shelby, you got to get on it. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I made a whole video. Back in the day, you could upload a video that was like a minute long. And I made a video being like, hey guys, so my sister Shelby just made a channel, so link below, go subscribe to her. (laughs) My voice was like way higher. It's crazy how when I, like even I look back on videos from like a year ago, I'm like, my voice has changed. Yeah. so weird. Yeah. I'm like, am I finally starting to like my voice? Yeah. Well, what's interesting too is going back to what you just said about you privated some of your videos. I... At least I, f- I mean, I don't have like that many videos on, on the internet. I'm not, I haven't been doing this for quite as long, but I half the time don't agree with what I said a week ago, let alone nine, 10 years ago. Oh yeah. It's yeah. Like I don't blame you for privating things because yeah. we're allowed to change. And like, I think there is this sort of pressure of like, whatever I've said on the internet, people can come back a year like later and watch it and still think that it's my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, I found too, um, like on YouTube, you have to make thumbnails and titles really dramatic to catch someone's attention. So I'll do that and kind of make a statement in it. And then people, the video will be kind of about it, but it'll also just be about something else. But people will always like just comment about the title and make a statement about that and think that I really feel a certain way, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I'm like, well, actually like the whole video is about like other things, like that was just yeah. like one small thing. It's hard too because I think, especially like creators, it's it's sort of like a you can't hate the player, you gotta hate the game, you know. And I it's hate like, the game. It's really crappy to say that, but you know, to to some degree, I totally get what you're saying. And yeah. it's like hard to sum up an entire video, especially if it's like a vlog, in one sentence. You know. Yes, it's very like how, hard, especially if you do a whole bunch of things in one day. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. What? Like which one do I choose? And it's it is hard. Like I totally. I get yeah. that. That was like, I uploaded a vlog today and it was about going to Las Vegas. But I think I got my hair done in the beginning of it. And then I made it something about uh, getting a gray hair because I got gray hairs last week. My hairstylist found six gray hairs. So YouTube is, it's you know, okay. pretty okay. stressful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so is gray hair specific? Like, do you, is that true? Or is that a wives tale that stress causes gray hairs? I think it's like totally not what the podcast is about. But. Yes. Well, I, I <laughs> but, think while stress we're on this topic. can cause it. Yeah. Because when uh, there's like a CEO that's younger, but has been really overworked, they'll have like gray hair or like presidents will like their uh, hair will get yes, like more yes, gray. Yes. yes. Like presidents are old. Their hair probably already was gray, but you know. Fun fact. Nobody probably cares, but I've I've had gray hairs like my mom will find gray hairs ever since I was like five. Wow. Maybe I was just a really stressed out child. Very stressed out. Uh, Anyways. Um, Gray hairs are fine. (laughs) Whatever. We've really digressed here. Yes. Um, Okay. So let's go back to, I guess, you're from Seattle, Mm -hmm. right? You started your YouTube channel, but what was it like in Seattle before that? Where, what's your kind of like background? Um, So I I was born like 45 minutes away from Seattle, kind of closer to Tacoma, which, no offense, guys, but it's not that cool over there. So growing, <laughs> I still have up, never been really outside of Seattle. You don't need to. Yeah. Well, you could go east it's, it's and be like pretty, right? go to like Issaquah, where there's a ton of trees and it's really pretty, or go to like Mount Rainier. But 
when you start going south, there's just like, to me, nothing special, but maybe it's because I grew up there. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's probably just because you grew up there. Yeah. We live in a pretty cool world. Yeah. There's lots of different places. But growing up, I didn't think Seattle was very cool because I didn't go into the city very often. All I knew was, you know, waking up, going to school, it being rainy, the school being outside, me wanting to live in California. And like not seeing the beauty and like the trees and the water everywhere because it's what I grew up with. It's all I knew. I didn't take it for granted, you know. And so it didn't seem special to me at all before. But I don't feel like I lived in Seattle before. I just like, I don't think I even went up the Space Needle until I was like 15. Really? Yeah. Interesting. So. Or Pike Place Market. I didn't go till I was like 15. Really? And I pestered my parents like, what kind of parents are you? I've never even been there. And they're like, fine, <laughs> let's go. They're like, ugh. Okay. Um, but you did end up moving to Los Angeles yeah, eventually. Yeah. Out of high school, I moved to Orange County, which is like a little bit away. Lived there for a year. It was really pretty. The beach, palm trees, all that stuff. Then I moved to LA, which is 45 miles north. Yes, north. And it was fun. Like it was enchanting at first, you know, seeing billboards with movie posters and being like wow they literally filmed that here you know or they're like yeah that's like a cool realization yeah Yeah. for sure I get that and then I just got over it because like I always feel weird saying this because I have good friends in LA and I do like them but I feel like my friends in Seattle are just more me yeah I don't know I feel more myself the attitude in Seattle is unique it's very like chilled out I mean, I guess all of the West Coast is pretty chilled out compared to the East, but it's yeah. definitely very outdoorsy, chilled out. Seattle is one of those places that's actually made for people to like be outside and walk around, which is interesting mm-hmm. from where I came from on the East Coast. But yeah, yeah, it really reflects in people for sure out here. Yeah. yeah. So I just got sick of all the traffic, the congestion. I mean, the beach just kind of doesn't even seem that cool after a while so were you because I remember you telling me that you really it was a while that you'd wanted to move here what made you like make that jump in your life um well it was it was a very long time that I wanted to but I won't even accept it in my mind because I lived with my twin sister Shelby and I didn't think I was allowed to go do my own thing too because I knew that would make her sad and when I did finally do it it did make her sad oh really yeah she didn't talk to me for like three months really like not a word and yeah I mean I don't blame her because you do grow up like you know it's Mm -hmm. it's like a 22 23 year old relationship you know and it's it is it's like we were married to each other yeah yeah like every single thing I did in a day like had her in mind right right Um, you kind of don't know life without that person there yeah that like and and I guess it's like a comfort a little bit yeah yeah for sure but I realized I was like you know I need to go do my own thing and so I finally made that jump uh it actually just kind of fell into place it was last summer I was just going home for a week and I bumped into one of my friends at a bar that went to the University of Washington and I was like oh my god I haven't seen you in so long what's up and she was like I'm moving at the end of the summer, but I'm like living in this house. It's really fun. Um, it was good to see you. Bye. Yeah. (laughs) And it got me thinking about how around the UW area, there's a lot of houses, um, that college students just live in and they're really affordable. And the summer before I kind of wanted to do it, but I was afraid. I was afraid to be on my own and just kind of venture out and do that. But over the past year, I had gone and done a lot of stuff on my own and I was really ready to just take that jump and do it and so a week later I asked my friend I was like you know that house you're living in is there any other rooms available she was like actually yeah there is and so I moved into it not knowing anyone but my one friend and it's not like we were even that close and um then I made a ton of really good friends and it it was awesome and now I just feel so happy you definitely trusted your intuition there which I think is really really important in life personally that's like something that I always talk about and preach to everybody all the time like that's why I moved to Seattle I literally just 
said, I need to leave New York right now. And I moved to Seattle. Yeah. And I think that, yeah, that's super important. Um, I was just going to say too, along the lines of your friend moving out, was that, was it kind of like she was leaving for the summer because of school, right? Yeah. She was leaving at the end of the summer to go to grad school. Right. So then she was going to be gone. I think too, for anybody listening, like summer's coming up and it is, it's so true. Like depending on where you live like anywhere if you want to move to a city the summer is like a really good opportunity to try and find places that you can sublet because chances are somebody's lease is still still going on oh yeah and they have to leave they got to go home they got to go to work whatever there's and it's a good time to like see a new city because so many people want to go do things the weather's nice it's just it's like when you'll fall in love with the city so for sure go out and move not to Seattle it's really congested please yeah come. yeah well what's crazy about Seattle right now is the housing costs are going quite quite wild it's right so now. it makes me sad because I want to own a house in Seattle one day yeah. and I'm just like well I don't know how girl I feel that on a spiritual level right now because I I live with my parents and I'm trying to save up to move out and it's like it's really intimidating. It's very, it's very <laughs> really hard. Inti- well, doing your own thing in general, like getting your first apartment without your parents. It's like scary. It, well, it's, it's really exciting. It's, You're very yeah. first. It's like, it's one of those things that's not quite as hard as you make it up in your mind, mm-hmm. but it still is terrifying. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Adulting. It is. It's a, it's a journey. Let mm-hmm. me tell you. Oh, it it's is. a journey. But it's fun. I like. I actually really like being an adult. When I was a kid, I was always just like, I want to grow up already. Yeah. So, and every year that goes by, I'm like, no, like I'm so excited for this year. Like people who say like, oh, but wouldn't you want to be 18 again? No, my 18 year old self like didn't have any fun. Yeah, and you know the whole thing too, and like. I think our parents' generation assumed that ages were so much older than they were. And we live in this really cool time where, you know, 30 is really not old. 40 is not old. 50 is not old. Yeah. You're just getting started. Yeah. When you're in your 20s. Like, you haven't even stepped out of the door yet. (laughs) Seriously. And every year that goes by, you have more and more experiences and friendships that have lasted longer and everything is just richer. You're richer as a person. Hopefully you've had happier moments and are moving forward. I think too, something that's really interesting in our generation is like people feel like they need to have everything figured out by the time they're 23. Like Mm -hmm. looking back when I was 18, I thought at 23, I would not be where I am. Like literally I am living at home with my parents, broke, like still figuring out life. And I think that's not a bad thing. Yeah, no, I you think know, that's not a bad thing at the all. The only reason there's that pressure is because people praise um, people that have done something ridiculous, some ridiculous success at an extremely young age. And For that's sure. so few. Of and people. that's what gets press. Like people don't realize mm-hmm. that those are like a handful of people. Yeah. And the majority of the people like are the just exactly Beavers. where you are. You don't have to worry about it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fine. It's yeah. Fine. Yeah. totally chill out it's okay also why would you want to peak at this young of an age then it's only downhill from totally like totally no that sucks yeah and the the thing is is that the universe is going to throw you like so many opportunities and so many like left and right turns in life that you don't have to have it all figured out right now because you don't know where this is going and like there are going to be so many things in your path that are amazing if you just open your eyes to like being able to see them and be oh, yeah. able to take those opportunities as well. Yeah. I think you got to like have my... that say yes attitude. Totally. Even though it's kind totally. of cheesy. Yeah. Got to. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, now I feel like I've lost my train of thought. We just, <laughs> we really, do that a lot. We just, yeah. I'm pretty sure we could talk for 12 hours straight. But probably. And not get tired of Both talking. of us are good at talking. <laughs> You're really good at talking. I talk a lot. I'm a little, yeah. It's great though. It's not like exhausting. It's like very interesting, I think. I don't know. I feel like it's exhausting a little bit. Maybe that's me just, just shitting on myself. I get like energy from it. Well, that's something too. When you talk about self care with what I do, I feel really productive when I'm by myself doing things. Mm -hmm. But to me, self care is doing something like this where I'm like, hey, I'm going to put some effort into someone else's project for them. Like it's nothing's in it for me. I just want to do it because it makes me feel good. And it's like a fun, creative thing. You get to collaborate and see someone. And so I try and 
I try and like collaborate with people in that way. And that's what I see as like makes me really happy and like gives me me balance. That that makes you happy. If that (laughs) sounds cheesy, (laughs) I think too, like it's good to, people have this like idea of life that it has to be this super structured thing, but it's just, we're just humans here living and it's nice to interact with other humans who are just here living. Do you know what I mean? Like that's what we were designed to do. We weren't necessarily designed to be in jobs and working and da, 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 even though like personally I'm obsessed with working. Like I, (laughs) I love working and that feels good to me. But I think that at the end of the day, like we're literally like there's no way that I can explain it other than we're just humans here living. Yeah, we you don't know? really have like, like a purpose. Like, yeah, yeah. If you want to get real deep, yeah, I'm just like, yeah. I just want to make every day as good as it can be. Right. Yeah. I feel yeah. Well, yeah. I love doing things with you. I love creating things in general. It's so fun. <laughs> um, okay, so let's let's take a big step back because this is just let's make this about you for two seconds. Okay. okay. So. You do you think that starting your YouTube channel, like how do you think do you think it's what you would be doing if you weren't doing it? Do you know what I mean? Like do you think that you would be doing something related to filming and I think that if I would have never started my YouTube channel, I would have never been interested in film sort of things. So I don't think I would have been doing that. I also don't think if I didn't start it when I did, that maybe later down the line I would have started it I think the the longer it's been around and the more society sees it and like it's become more popular it's a lot scarier to do it like if I just had the thought to do it today I wouldn't do it because so many people would judge me and be like oh she's trying to make a YouTube channel (laughs) right um that's how I felt that's 100% how I felt it's like scary but when I did it and not a lot of people like saw it or knew it was a thing so it was it was kind of easier to do it Um, but I think I would have honestly been doing something like graphic design or maybe computer science sort of stuff. Cause when I think back about my 12 year old self before I did get caught up in YouTube, I loved, like I'd go on MySpace and like create layouts. (laughs) Yeah. I was like one of those layout site people. So Uh, yeah, I loved that you could change everything on MySpace and get fun with it. And it was like, you could have your song and Mm -hmm. then you could have your own like, mouse it was so fun and yeah yeah, I would like learn how to make little designs and I mean they weren't good but I enjoyed it and so I think I always saw myself becoming a graphic designer one day now I don't practice that yeah I mean there is a lot of graphic design within YouTube like I think graphic design is something that I I kind of did for my career for a little bit and I use it all the time I yeah I like appreciate a good graphic design kind of like print looking thing yeah but now I I don't have enough time to put the effort into becoming good at it I feel like it's kind of hard I think also anyone can become good at something I don't believe that you're just born with this some people are naturally talented but I think that comes from naturally being a good observer and I think anyone can become good at something as long as they they decide they're going to start observing basically. So like, I think I naturally, whenever I'd watch TV shows or movies, noticed the way um, the cinematography was done. So when I finally picked up a camera for the first time, I would sort of mimic that sort of thing. And people would be like, oh, this is pretty good. Like you kind of have an eye for it. Right. And it's just because I observed that. Right. And I think someone that would be terrible at it all they need is for a teacher to say to them, like, just notice those shots and why they're doing them. And then it would, would break down a wall, basically. Right. I think absurd. a lot of it, um, like finding your own groove, too, comes from trying things that you see and that appeal to you. And then eventually, you know, you're not going to copy it for the rest of your life. But yeah. it teaches you how to do something, which then leads you to doing something else. And I think that's really important in any creative career you don't want to copy anybody else specifically like that's that's wrong (laughs) but but be inspired you do yeah yeah use inspiration and do things and if you don't jump past that hurdle of like trying you won't get there yeah for sure yes yes yeah so um what did I just want to say uh 
shoot, I just lost my train of thought. It's okay. This is where it's hard because with YouTube, you know, I'd be like, oh, we can just cut this out. But yeah. Podcasts, we're just, we're just going to keep rolling. We're wasting your time. <laughs> yeah. If you guys uh-huh. haven't realized, this is like, this is the second podcast I've ever recorded. So we're just rolling with it. We're learning yeah. as we go. And like I just said, you know, you, you, you don't know until you try and practice mm-hmm. makes perfect. Exactly. Practice truly makes perfect. Um, so you've been on social media for a long time and mm. I mean, Instagram probably wasn't a thing when you started YouTube. No. Which is like a whole new sphere of. I still, I I feel like, um, I always feel like Snapchat was only made like a year ago. Yeah. Kind of like, I feel like, well, I feel like Instagram stories was like two weeks ago, you know, because that was like even after that. And I feel like anyone born in like the year 2000 is perpetually like seven years old. What do you mean? Like, (laughs) like. I was born in 1995, and then oh, when you hear someone born in 2000, you're right. like, oh, you must be really what? little. Yeah. yeah. No, I feel the it's same way. Like- I was looking at, um, like, young people in Hollywood recently. I just, whenever I see an actor, I always Google them to see how old they are. I don't know why. Oh, I, I like to always that. do that thing. I, yeah. Always. Um, and I was looking at actors the other day, and they were born in the 2000s. And I was like, what? It's crazy. Yeah. It's really crazy. Yeah. Which we probably sound like grandmas to everybody listening who was born in the We probably just sound annoying because we're yeah. offending them. Yeah, They're like, for what's sure. wrong with that? And I don't mean that in an offensive way. Yeah. I just mean it as like, where did the last five years go? I don't even know. Yeah. I don't even know. Um, anyway, so what I was getting at is like, you've been here, you've been a person on social media throughout the growth of social media as a platform. How have you noticed that? affecting your self-care and your just like your being as a person because it must be weird to grow up on the internet and like constantly get comments and critiques from people Mm -hmm. that you know I'm like barely a person on the internet and I feel weird about it now as at 23 while I know who I am you know Mm -hmm. but I can only imagine getting those things when you're in middle school and high school yeah I think I, well, I never really got any like mean comments about the way I look or anything, yeah. which is nice. I mean, you know, here and there, but I never really took it to heart. For me, the hardest part was posting photos, posting videos, and me looking at myself. I think it's so unhealthy the way that you'll film a video and then have to edit yourself and stare at yourself for like 10 hours straight. By the end of it, it... I just, I don't feel good about myself. And that's like when I take a break from vlogging, it's because I need to take a break from myself because I live my own life and then I have to watch it over again. And naturally we just judge ourselves and we're our own worst critic. So honestly, like that is one of the hardest parts. I, I don't really think it's all that healthy to have to like edit yourself. And then, you know, Instagram, just people making their lives seem like they're perfect and then I think the more back, you know, back in the day, like maybe like our parents' age and stuff, people didn't take as many photos. And it, it's kind of hard to be photogenic. And when you don't, and now people take so many photos, you take selfies, you're looking at yourself more, you're just like critiquing yourself more. And I think that's unhealthy. I actually hate taking photos. You know, it's interesting just like running off of that. I feel like sometimes like because where I'm constantly trying to take photos at that right angle you know like it is hard to be photogenic and personally I'm not somebody who's photogenic at all and I look back at photos and I've totally almost like catfished myself because I was constantly taking them at the right angles and Mm -hmm. at the right places and I look back at them and I'm like wow I looked so good there but I look the exact same way as I do now but I'm just I was at the right angle you know and it's it's wild that not only other people see us as one way but like we're always going to be our worst critics and 99% of the people won't scroll back in my Instagram feed, but I do. Yeah. You're still constantly judging yourself. And it's like, I've totally catfished myself. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing. I mean, like when it comes to comparing yourself to other people, yeah, that sucks, but that that's still just going to happen when you walk into a coffee shop and see someone that you're like, what? They're so beautiful. And I don't look like that. I mean, that just, that kind of thing's, just going to happen throughout life. But I think the whole idea of 
taking so many photos of yourself, so many videos, just our culture now, I think that's what really breaks me down. Right. You're like, it's, you have a constant, uh, like recording of your life. Yeah. And I think a lot of our parents would have grown up in a time where they look back and they're like, they have these memories and obviously your memories are going to be different than it actually was Mm -hmm. to some degree. But we live in this world where we know like we can remember exact moments because yeah of the way that's that's kind of cool it is cool and it's it's a nice thing like sometimes I go back and I look at things and I'm like oh look how far I've come or like oh I remember that time where I went to this place and it was cool to see so you never really felt like I don't know I guess like a major target of it like you never not a major target that's the wrong wording but you, you really did grow up not grow up, but you spent a large portion of your life as social media grew up because it grew up into this like wild platform. Yeah. And I, I never had people going like, I hate your eyebrows or whatever. Right. Right. Yeah. Which are like totally irrelevant comments in life anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes like I have gotten a few comments of people saying like, you're just weird looking. And those ones are so interesting to me. Yeah. Because I'm just like, oh, you, I'm not your ideal beauty, but that's okay. Right. That does, I, I'm fine with that. I look in the mirror and I'm fine with myself. I'm at peace with it. But one of the interesting things I feel like as a girl on social media is getting the comments from like random people, random guys all over the world that are like, some ridiculous and obscene thing do you get those ever yeah sometimes and they're just out of this world like why would anybody ever say that yeah and it's there's just no respect yeah and I I mean those are the ones that I completely roll my eyes at yeah so uh, I don't know um it's like cat calling but on the internet yeah but it's like worse I don't know why people feel the need to like they're not it's almost like they're not interacting with other humans like they're just typing things out to type them out yeah you know i'm maybe people have demons and need to get them out yeah. so i'm like okay yeah just don't act on it please um so would you say the biggest like coping or not coping but the biggest like self-care thing that you've found then is just being aware of that and taking a step back when you need to yeah definitely definitely just like being aware and yeah just knowing and yeah taking breaks have you ever felt pressured to like constantly put out content all the time I feel like I'm always just trying to keep up with everyone else always pushing things out all the time but to an extent I just decide hey you know what I don't want to be a part of that oh this new app came out vine yeah I'm not gonna do that one that's like not me right that's like how I kind of saw things and maybe you miss an opportunity to grow but maybe my goal in life isn't to be famous and to grow you know I almost feel like because there are so many different platforms and there are so many different avenues that you can take we almost have this unique experience where we can tailor it to ourselves and we can be like well I like this one and I'm going to put my time in on this one to this extent and then I'm going to use this one to this extent like we don't have to do all of them you're allowed to kind of pick and choose because I mean we live in a free world right (laughs) but but you have the opportunity to create your own like path and navigate through it if that makes sense mm-hmm. you know like I never used Vine just because that wasn't my thing same and I go to Twitter for a laugh Instagram to keep up with my friends YouTube because it's my job and Facebook when I want to see what my aunt and my grandma are posting right I just got Twitter again Twitter has gotten so funny it, it's gotten interesting and I hate to sure. say it but like the word savage is like yeah what it is I feel like Twitter is the most cutthroat one a of turn. them all. I yeah. never saw it coming but I love it yeah it's so it's oh. interesting although sometimes I get stuck in like the politicalness of it all yeah and I'm like I have to take a step I back I really like second here getting some of like my news from Twitter because I like seeing people's commentary on things yeah, and I just like, seeing it in a concise tweet yeah I like going and checking like what people have responded to it it's interesting yeah 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 it's like The one thing that I will say with social media right now that's really bothering me is the Instagram discover page. Oh, yeah. I will get stuck on there for hours. And then I realize what has gone on. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Especially like when you're about to go to sleep. Yeah. And then 45 minutes have gone by and then you're like, I'm not going to get my eight hours of sleep tonight. 
That's cool. Thanks, Instagram. They just, it gets you. Also, can you please put it back to chronological order? Yeah, if you are listening. It's a little rude. (laughs) Like, I actually just want to see my friend's stuff and I can't. It's just like YouTube. Yeah. It's dumb. Yeah, I feel ya. It's real dumb. But it is what it is. I think I've heard people talk about how, like, as influencers, people will get mad at it, but like it is a free platform that you get to be on, I guess. And you kind of just like got to go with it, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately. And you hope that they're doing everything for the best interest of it being the best app it can be. Right. We don't know how the future is going to play out with it, too. Like sometimes things are like trial and error. Yeah. And as I think a lot of life is true. I'm Yeah. I'm trying to kind of give them a more optimistic look and be a little more positive just because since I'm about to take my daily videos off of the channel they were on and make them once a week on my main channel, mm-hmm. I know I'm going to get so much backlash and people being mad about it or sad about it Why? or disappointed. Do you think cause just because it's, it's less videos oh. and then I, I don't know, people don't like change, but how I'm going to try and explain it is yeah, people don't like change, but change happens because for like change happens because you're trying to make things better. Yeah. And for yourself or for the videos, the content, the world, whatever. And so that's why it's happening, hopefully to make things better. Yeah, I think like there's only so many hours in a day that you can give to certain things, and if you do take away from that, then you have more time to focus on other things and like yeah. I think that'll definitely come through because you're extremely talented like from the few times that I've edited with you and I'm like, how does she, you just like have a vision for everything. Like you're so good at storytelling and like, thank you. You're so good at like piecing the pe- the pieces together, like quickly. I have to sit there and think about it for a long time. And I know that whatever you do, it's going to be great. That just comes from observing. Time. I yeah. think. Yeah. Observing. And, um, what else? Oh, you know, actually when you make daily videos, it's just good practice. Yeah. If anything, I feel like vlogging, it's not a lucrative thing for me. I don't make a living from vlogs or anything, but when I look back on it, I've learned so much and practiced filming and editing and storytelling so much that it's turned me into more of the filmmaker that I am today. And I couldn't have gotten that anywhere else. So it was good practice. Yeah. And you are very good at it. Like, honestly, I can't even say that enough. Like, she's so... I've watched her clip pieces together, and I'm like, how did you just do that so quickly? And I'm somebody who's done it for years, too. And I'm like, <laughs> how? Sometimes <laughs> I think I discredit it because it's it's just about my life, and it can just be a very typical video of, like, a day in my life, right? Of just, I'm hanging out with my friends. We're going to the beach. It doesn't have some big meaning to it. But I'm also like, maybe that's sort of the beauty of it like I somehow found a way to make that interesting hopefully or make make you capture the feeling I had that day yeah 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 I don't know um we really digressed in this yeah but I mean that's okay we always do that's what life is <laughs> yeah um do you have any I'm just looking down at my notes do you have any advice that you would give your younger self then starting back with mm-hmm. everything that you've learned Probably just to always um, be more confident. It's not that I was not confident in myself that I was aware of, I think. But even just within the past year, I've become a, a happier person, my best version of myself. When I just realized people like you, people like what you have to say. So just say it with confidence and do everything with confidence and it'll turn out even better. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't really know. I mean, I think a lot of people are really harsh critics on themselves because I mean, you're always going to be your harshest critic, right? But yeah, I think that there are so many, first of all, the flaws that you notice about yourself, nobody else notices. And once you realize that you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea, Yeah. Then you just get over it and you do. Yeah. You do you. Yeah. You've survived thus far and you've had friends thus far. That means there are people out there that like you, you know? Very, very true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's one of the biggest lessons that you've learned in the last like one or two years aside from what you just said? (laughs) Um, biggest lessons that I've learned. Oh, love hurts. Shoot, oh, dude. Yeah, that's a hard one. That can hurt you. Yeah. I had never really known that. But 
you really do come out of it like a better person and all yeah. that stuff. Um, Even if it drives you to like this place of just not knowing reality yeah. and like being confused by it, it always is going to teach yeah. you something. And it's like, I guess the lesson I've learned from it is you got to let yourself feel and trust a feeling and go with it even if you know it's not for the best but you just gotta like you could like someone and you know that they don't like you as much but you you gotta still like let yourself fall for it for a little bit I guess like and don't think you're dumb for it right I don't know and then like (laughs) if you cry like it's okay if you get mad it's okay just letting yourself feel and not thinking you're dumb, just not looking back at it and being embarrassed. I think a lot of people, especially guys get embarrassed by it. Yeah. Emotions are something that's so valid. And I think that our culture teaches us to just like toughen it up and go for it. Yeah. Emotions are one of the things that make us human. And one of the things that like you aren't going to be able to experience life without experiencing every range of emotion and every like new people, new places, like, I don't know if that yeah. kind of ties no, in with and honestly, <laughs> sometimes I kind of like being sad because I always turn that sadness into creativity in a way. Yeah, and it just—I'd rather be sad than feeling nothing. There have yeah. been times where I've like hit rock bottom, been so sad, and I just think to myself, "That's okay. Like, at least I feel something in this world." And so, it in that way, it's kind of comforting. Yeah, I like having my emotions. So. I actually okay. strangely really agree with that. Right? <laughs> yeah. I've had moments where I just feel nothing and I'm like, what am I doing in this world? And like, yeah. then you fall and into this pit worst. of overthinking. Yeah. And you don't know, like, cause feelings tend to give you this like guide of where you want to go, you know? Yes. And when you feel nothing, you're just like, I mean, I'm okay. I'm happy. But like, what? You know? Then you have no motivation. That's where yeah. things get like kind of yeah. scary. So, yeah, it's okay to feel. That's my lesson, I guess. It's a good lesson. Yeah. (laughs) That's all I had in notes. We really just kind of, kind of, uh, covered it, covered, covered things. How would you like (laughs) some, some, this conversation up? Um, cause there's a lot of stuff. Yeah. I would sum this up in a, a random collection of thoughts. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Yeah. But that's it. Again, isn't that what life is? Yes. It's always, I mean, your mind, what's it think? Like thousands of thoughts a day and it's yeah. always just totally yeah. random. But I mean, I guess like what I was saying before, this podcast, by the way, guys, this will get, this will change. <laughs> it won't change, but like, I'm not very good at interviewing people yet and I hope to get better at it. It's about the practice. Honestly, yeah. I mean, I think you're doing a good job. I couldn't, Thanks. I couldn't fill your shoes right now. I, I would not be good at it's like, it's a new when, journey, yeah. but it's cool to like I love podcasts because I love hearing other people's lives and what's going on in the world and mm. they're cool. Yeah. It's cool to just like be a fly on the wall and like listen in. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. All right. So my one thing.